Hello, everyone. This is the 818 and Conversate podcast, and I'm your host, Nadine of 818 Events. Every episode is going to feel like a spontaneous road trip with your closest friends. Bring your luggage because we'll be unpacking everything, all the real shit. I'm going to be joined by an awesome passenger every now and then, and who knows, we might even pick up a hitchhiker along the way. So picture this, you're vibing, spilling the tea, storytelling, reminiscing, manifesting even. There might be a little detour of controversy here and there, so we might have to pump the brakes when shit gets too real. But it will always be a good-ass conversation, and it will be the road trip that you don't want to end. Episodes drop the 8th and 18th of every month, so in the spirit of a dope road trip, grab your travel snacks, crank the volume, hop in the whip, and let's ride. Hello, 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 everybody. This is episode two of the 818 Conversate podcast, and I'm so excited that you guys are listening again. This episode is all about getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. Uh, Last episode, we talked all about new beginnings and fresh starts, and we actually touched a little bit on um, some of the discomfort that comes with change and new beginnings and new chapters. Uh, But this episode, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper. And as you can tell, I am by myself, uh, which for me is a little bit of a discomfort. So I will explore that a little bit further with you guys and talk about um, how we can get better at coming out of our comfort zone. But before I get into it, um, I wanted to mention that once again, I have my electric tea by my side. This time I'm actually drinking the bombshell blend. Um, I'm actually going to take a sip because I'm thirsty. Um, But last time I was drinking sweeter ting. This time I'm drinking bombshell. So make sure you guys go check it out. It's electric tea. And um, I received a little gift that I'm really excited to share with everybody. It is called the Urban It's Candle. Um, They have a ton of different candles. But this one in particular is incredibly sexy. I believe that it's body goals for most of us. Um, But it smells phenomenal. So I'm actually going to be lighting that while we record this podcast. Um, And hopefully it just puts me in a good mood. So here it is. I'm going to put it over here. But thank you guys for joining me. Uh, Once again, I said, you know, this is episode two. And I hope that we continue to go on this journey together. And as I mentioned, you can tell that I'm by myself. And I am riding solo on this journey today. Um, But... There's a reason for that. And, you know, last week I shared with you guys some of my uh, personal new beginnings and some of the uh, challenges or discomfort that came along with that. And my co-host, my passenger, Keith from NoHustleNoLife.com, he actually shared some of his new beginnings and fresh starts and, you know, talked a little bit about the blank canvas and what that can feel like. And I think what it equates two um, in the long run is that we are talking all about the discomfort that can come with change and starting fresh and doing things that we're not really used to doing. So this whole episode spins off of that topic and I'm actually just talking about finding comfort in discomfort and getting outside the box. And, you know, I shared on the last episode that this might be very much a bumpy ride for me. And I think I didn't elaborate on that, (laughs) and I wanted to do so right now. The reason that this could be a bumpy start, or a bumpy ride, sorry, is because of my nerves. And, you know, I think 
people that know me know me for being very assertive in you know things that I take on and things that I'm passionate about. But the thing that is happening behind the scenes is you know people assume that I'm very confident. Um, I might come off as calm. I don't know if I always come off as cool, but calm, cool, and collected. Um, but really, there's a lot of nerves. There's a lot of anxiety that's happening, and so. You know, sometimes that comes with new beginnings, and that is the discomfort that I'm talking about, that I'm referring to, that I'm sure some of you guys can relate to. So um, starting this podcast actually terrified me, and, you know, it excited me at the same time. And I think it was that edge of excitement that actually made it possible for me to go ahead and do it and make the, you know, the idea happen and come to life. Because in the back of my mind, regardless of how uncomfortable I felt about, you know, recording myself on video, recording myself on audio, sharing it with the world, sharing my opinions with people to be, you know, examined, I thought about the potential for what it could become. And I still have no idea what that could lead to, but I'm hoping it will become great things. So, you know, I just dove in and I'm going to talk today on this episode a little bit about, you know, diving in and how to navigate around trying to get out of your comfort zone as well as the benefits of doing so. Um, So, yeah, you know, I think the idea that I can always, if I'd like to, have a passenger on this ride gave me a little bit of comfort, gave me a little bit of security, you know, it made me feel like I had a bit of a safety net, um, but that's not always the case, and so that's why on this episode I decided to do it by myself, Um, and given that topic, I'm actually going out of my comfort zone and doing this alone, so hopefully you don't hear the panic in my voice, (laughs) but um, I believe that it's really easy to do what is familiar to you. We like to do what we're accustomed to. You know, it can be very hard once you continue that routine to break out of that space. And staying in our bubble or in our box can actually really inhibit us. Um, You sacrifice the potential for so many doors to open, for so many things to happen and possibilities down the road because you become literally... Um, locked in by this box that you're comfortable in because you're used to routine and sameness and familiarity. And, you know, this is why we start, you know, when we want to dive into starting a business, why we find a friend to start it with us or, you know, we go to the movies and we like to go with someone or go to we go out to dine, uh, you know, for dinner and we, we want company there because we feel a little bit uncomfortable being ourselves by ourselves. And I know that's not for everybody. You know, I've definitely gone out to eat by myself before. Movies, is, I haven't done that. Um, but, you know, even the fear of starting a new job, which I'm going to touch on, people like to feel a sense of security about the things that they are familiar with and they do on a day-to-day basis. And that can put up a lot of walls for us. So I will share... Um, I'm actually diving into a new job. I resigned from my job yesterday, which can be terrifying um, because, you know, there's a lot of nervousness and anxiousness that comes along with the potential for what can be in the future. And I'm super excited about a new job. I'm just checking on my candle over here. Like, it's burning. It's good. But you never know what's going on in the background. Um, 
you you know you can be nervous about the potential for what a new opportunity can can look like for you but you have to take those next moves because like Keith was talking about last week you know if you become very stagnant <clears throat> excuse me if you become very stagnant you can become stuck in one place and you know really prevent yourself from growing and flourishing and getting out of your comfort zone what you do does not have to be radical you know it might just be asking for a raise or speaking up when you normally wouldn't or maybe even going somewhere where you're not familiar with and those things can actually lead you to new encounters new experiences new lessons new growth and not doing them can really hold you back and maybe you feel safe being held back but I'm here to talk on this episode all about some steps that you can take to help you get out of that comfort zone, um, maybe follow something that I've done or somebody else has guided me in doing, and I'm hoping that you guys will try these things out, and I will also tell you all about why I think doing these things will be beneficial to you. So the first step that I wanted to tell you guys is to just do it. Just go for it. Just do it. Um you know, always taking the first step is always going to be difficult, but doing it will lead you to the next thing. And, you know, once you get there, you're already a step out of your comfort zone. Um, and then the next thing that I would highly recommend is situating yourself in new environments. If you are constantly in the same place, you will never go anywhere else. And I know that sounds pretty obvious, but it seems to be, you know, something that is challenging for people to do because they like to be where they are comfortable and familiar. And if you never explore outside of that, you will never have the need to adjust to something new. Um, step three is when it comes to making a decision, you might have a very comfortable, safe decision. And you might have the more risky and uncomfortable decision. I highly encourage you, you know, I'm not a big risk taker. I will talk a little bit about it later. But I highly encourage you to go a little bit out of the realm of what you're familiar with and choose the latter. Because a decision that you wouldn't comfortably make or normally make will actually provide you a teachable moment and probably help you grow and I can't guarantee that but I definitely think that it's a small step in coming out of what you would normally do. Um, another step would be really changing your perspective on things. Once you change your perspective on things and you start to do things differently and see things differently you will start to notice things that you have never noticed before or do things in a way that you didn't do them before. And that will actually lead you to becoming more comfortable thinking outside the box. I know for myself, um, I actually feel more comfortable doing that than some of the other things I've already mentioned in terms of, you know, the steps. But for me, when it comes to being creative, when it comes to my work and my passions, I actually push myself to think outside the box because I feel like that will take me up a level than what I am normally doing and what I'm comfortable doing. 
and push me to get outside of the realm of what my everyday average, you know, Nadine 818 life is. So, you know, I try to see things in a different way, experience things in a different way, and that's kind of my way of getting out of my comfort zone. Um, another step is being really spontaneous in your decision making. I'm not talking about anything that's life or death, anything that's going to really, like I said before, be too radical. But um, make a choice that is unusual for you, something that is different that you would normally want to make and do so without overthinking it. Making a gutsy decision like that can actually help you build self-trust. If you make a gutsy decision, something that really comes from, you know, your inner core that is a spontaneous decision that says, you know what, I feel like doing this. This is what I feel like doing. This is what I feel like is the right thing for me in this moment. When that plays out, and hopefully it plays out well, but when that plays out, that actually will help you build a self-confidence that allows you to say, you know what, my gut decisions aren't so bad and will allow you to take more risks and therefore help you get out of your comfort zone. A lot of people are overthinkers. I am definitely one of them. And if you are an overthinker, it's really hard for you to assess a decision that you need to make because what's happening is you're probably thinking about all the potential outcomes, all the potential risks, all the different ways it can play out, and you'll revert back to just going into your safety zone. If you want to be successful at coming out of your comfort zone, you have to totally tune off that overthinking and think about, you know, a very black and white decision making and follow whatever your gut tells you. And I'm pretty sure that your gut usually won't lead you astray. Um, other people's might, <laughs> but not your own. Um, something that is another step for me that was part of what I wanted this podcast to be was having, or what not was, is having healthy debates. When I created this idea of 818 and Conversate, I wanted it to be somewhere, a platform where I could have guests on as my passengers and we could talk about things that are semi-controversial. I don't want to, you know, overdo the politics or overdo the uh, religious beliefs or anything like that because I just want to have really healthy debates and healthy conversations and I think that when you have healthy conversations with people who have different opinions as you um, whether it's my listeners or my passengers and you expose yourself to that you know mindset a change in a mindset that might differ from mine you really start to re-examine your beliefs and your opinions, and your thoughts, and it allows you to flourish in ways that you wouldn't do if you were really just stuck to your own box, your own mindset, and your own realm, and that's a huge step in coming outside of your comfort zone, because once you start to embrace other people's opinions, and thoughts, and experiences, your um, absorption of those things actually helps you to feel as though you perhaps have experienced them or learned about them or could understand them a little bit better than having had no exposure to them at all. So I highly, highly, highly recommend. That is a huge reason that I started this podcast. And I'm hoping that as it continues to grow with a variety of different guests, 
with a variety of different opinions and experiences, um, I will continue to grow and come outside of my comfort zone. And my listeners will do the same because they will hear, you know, different perspectives from different people. That leads me to another step, which is saying yes more. Say yes more often. This can open doors for you that you might enjoy. You might learn something that you would never have expected to learn. Um, and you might just find more opportunities. Saying no <laughs> is the equivalent of shutting doors, closing off opportunities, and really preventing yourself from you know, being able to go out there and experience things. So I highly recommend saying yes. I had a girlfriend of mine recently tell me that you know a goal for her this year was to say yes more often and that meant for her coming outside of her comfort zone and actually meeting new people trying new experiences uh, jumping online more and exposing herself a little bit more and it's opened up a whole bunch of opportunities for her she's met different people that she would have never expected to meet she's shared herself um on her platforms and gotten responses that actually have helped her grow and really stimulated her thought processes you know um created a network for her created a support system for her so i highly recommend saying yes more often i'm almost guilty of saying yes way too often but um for me it exposes me to a lot of different things and a lot of different experiences and people and it hasn't really steered me wrong yet so highly recommend um this one's a challenging one, I think, for myself and for everybody um, for obvious reasons. But the next step I would recommend is to do things that you fear. Sounds pretty obvious, right? Um, fears do not just go away overnight. You have to choose. You ha I'll say that again. You have to choose to face them, conquer them, and then ride through that new energy. So... You're not going to just wake up one day and not be afraid of dogs or, you know, wake up one day and be comfortable public speaking if you don't actually make the commitment to dive into explo exposing that fear, exploring that fear, and how to get over it. So um, it's important that you make that commitment to yourself and challenge yourself in that regard because being able to do so and then conquering it will provide you, like I said before, with this huge amount of self-confidence and almost this like fearlessness or invincibility that allows you to feel like if you can conquer this shit, then you can conquer er anything. So that is probably on the further spectrum of, you know, coming outside of your comfort zone. Um, but once you do that, like I said, you'll feel invincible. Um, I have a couple more. This one is all about creating goals and challenges for yourself. And in doing so, each challenge or each goal, sorry, has a trigger and a challenge. So an example of that for a lot of people, actually, something that I've noticed for years um, is that for me, when somebody says, hey, how are you? How are you doing? I always answer. I always say, you know, I'm tired. I didn't really sleep well last night. I have a headache. You know, it's been a, it's been a rough day. 
I'm sure you guys can guess the most common answer when somebody says, hey, how are you or how are you doing? People usually reply, I'm good. I'm good. Good or okay. That is actually people sticking to their comfort zone. They don't want to overshare. They don't want to expose themselves. They don't feel like the person on the receiving end cares to hear it. They feel like the person's just asking by default. Um, there's a number of reasons why that is someone's comfort zone. Excuse me. And there's a problem with that. And the problem is that if you continue to respond by default, you don't even know that you are no longer um, acting on your own authority. You're actually just responding very mechanically um, and very default. Because half the time that you say you're good, you're probably not even good. I'd love to know later from my listeners what your response is or what your thoughts are on that if you actually believe that when you say good, you, you're, you're good. Um, or if you're like me and you just tell exactly, tell it exactly what, like it is. But from an example like that, the trigger is the, how are you? The challenge is answering the question honestly. Um, so create a goal that you can specify the trigger and the challenge and if you're able to accomplish those things, and like I said, it can be as small as just something like I mentioned about, you know, how are you? And answering that with a very authentic and honest answer. If you can accomplish these little goals, you'll start to see that you're changing your behaviors and your patterns in a way that actually allows you to grow and not be so accustomed to answering things in a very standard generic way that you might do so on a regular basis um and don't make excuses for it because it will eventually become a comfortable habit if you get into the new routine of not being default and generic and answering things just because that's what you're accustomed to doing so try that out it's less challenging than conquering your fears of sharks and needles and all of those things um but try that out, and I'd be interested to hear what some of your challenges and your triggers are. Um, so please share them with me. And the last step that I would like to suggest for you guys, and this one might be hard for people who are control freaks, and I'm guilty of maybe being that sometimes, not all the time, but allow other people that you trust to make a decision for you and just go with it. Whether it's, I mean, we're in, we're in the times of COVID right now, so I don't think a lot of people are traveling, but whether it's allowing your partner to, you know, plan a trip and you just show up with your bags packed and you go, or, you know, picking a meal that you would normally pick your default, you know, regular m menu item, but letting someone else pick for you because maybe they know your preferences and maybe, They'll pick something that you might like, you might hate it, but you might like it because they know you and they want to make a decision and believe that you'll trust in them. Whatever it is, this is a really minimal way to start allowing yourself to come out of your comfort zone. Let somebody else you trust 
make a decision on your behalf and just go with it. I know I listed like a ton of steps, but hopefully two or three of them stuck out for you and actually will help guide you in the right direction to coming out of your comfort zone. I know that there's a few that really stick out for me that um, I'm going to try and some of them that I already do. And I think the end game after all of these steps, whether or not you can try one of them or all of them, is that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You will become more resilient because from your discomfort, you can heal, you can survive, (laughs) you can learn, and you can grow. And there's a reason that these steps are good and they're not just crazy. Um, You know, I'm not just throwing them out there because I want you to dive, you know, headfirst off a springboard into, you know, a really uncomfortable place. But one of the reasons is that, you know, coming out of your comfort zone can really build inner strength. Last week, um, or sorry, not last week, last episode, like I said, we talked about being stagnant. And Keith talked about how, you know, being stagnant or repeating the same things over and over again and expecting different results can actually be mistaken with insanity. And people do this on a daily basis. They do the same things over and over and over again. They follow their daily routine. They follow their daily habits. They do what they're accustomed to. And they can become very unhappy. But they expect to come out of this place of discomfort, this place of unhappiness or, you know, unhappiness or just meaninglessness at some point, but they don't do anything to change the routine. And not changing the routine will keep you stuck because if you're not going to change the routine, how are you going to get to a new place? How are you going to come out of that, um, that unhappy place or that discomfort Um, you actually have to make the effort to do so. And that requires doing some of the steps that I've already mentioned. The other reason that doing these steps is it can build so much self-confidence. When you're able to face your fears or accomplish your goals, it can provide such an exhilarating feeling. Um, And the more you do this, the more your confidence grows. You also can become very adaptable to change. And I want to touch on this specific benefit of, you know, coming outside of your comfort zone in regards to the times that we're living in right now, COVID and lockdowns, the entire world is changing and the people that don't change with it or move with it can get left behind. And something that I noticed during this time, especially with the previous lockdown that we had, I think at this point people are getting a little bit, you know, impatient and flustered and um, taking a stance in a different way. But in the previous lockdown, when gyms were closed and, you know, we were forced to stay inside and people's mental health started being, you know, fluctuating all over the place, I started to notice a difference between the people who were struggling with the idea of change and unable to adapt to the world and not even the world, to our moment and what we're going through 
They weren't able to adapt to all of the changes that were happening around them. And therefore, they were struggling. Whereas on the flip side, I started to see people who started to adapt to everything that was going on around them and truly start to elevate themselves, start to shine and start to execute a new plan, a new way of doing things, you know, whether or not they were gym rats and now they didn't have an option for working in the gym, they started working out outside. Um, or, you know, people that were used to socializing and going out, they started finding new ways to do so, whether it was podcasts or, you know, networking on Clubhouse and stuff like that. If you don't adapt and don't make changes to follow the changes that are going on around you, you can get left behind. And alternatively, when you confront some of these really frightening changes and start to adapt, you can welcome a ton of possibilities. And if you don't do so, you can be <laughs> completely left behind. You know what? I'm, I have a candle burning <laughs> that's almost melting. I have a dog going crazy in the background. So, you know, I'm trying to adapt to that <laughs> as I'm talking to you guys. But I just want to sum up, you know, there's, there's in, in the topic of, you know, people who adapt, there's really two types of people. There's those that do and those that don't. And when it comes to what we've been going through in terms of COVID and in terms of lockdowns, you can clearly see the people that are struggling and almost being left behind and the people that are adapting to these changes. And, you know, you can also see the dynamic between those two types of people and where the struggle is there. And, it makes it very evident in terms of my point that I'm talking about right now is that the more you can adapt to change, the less you stay set, stay set in routine, the better you are going to be because you will actually start to normalize feeling uncomfortable in a good way. For things that come your way, it won't be so shocking. It won't catch you off guard. Your system won't feel all disoriented. You know, you'll start to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Another benefit of coming outside of your comfort zone, and this really applies to me, is that it really makes you more creative. As an event planner, as a wedding planner, you know, I can pick up and start working with any client and continue to just follow a very structured routine with each and every one of them. But each and every one of them is different than the last set of clients that I've dealt with, you know, and I really have to think outside the box and again, adapt to the people that I'm working with. And, you know, tried and true is always great, but it also lacks imagination and it can leave us in a very stale rut. You know, new ideas, new thoughts, new ways of doing things can really bring new adventures, new experiences, and new exposure to things. And, you know, I want to be creative. And I think this podcast is a good example of that. But some other people, you know, don't feel comfortable trying something new, because they might feel like they might fail. They might feel like they might be judged. They might feel like they can't dig deep enough to 
show any type of creativity. So if you are someone that, you know, is driven by their creativity and driven by their passion, if you continue to think that what you're doing is always going to work, then you will be stuck in one place for, you know, quite some time. And I think it's important that you become comfortable with getting outside of your comfort zone, like I'm said a thousand times on this podcast, getting outside of your comfort zone and truly diving in to a new level of creativity that is going to require you to do the things that I said before, you know, some of the steps, conquering some of your fears, allowing other people to make decisions, create goals and challenges, you know, be spontaneous. All of these things will help you to become more creative. Lastly, one of the biggest benefits that I find in, you know, getting comfortable being uncomfortable is that we don't know what could have been if we don't try. And I have always been familiar with the, I want to say fact, but familiar with the reality or the idea or the notion that the most successful people are the people that take risks. They take risks with their ideas, with their money, with their ventures, you know, and chances are they probably fail, but they dust themselves off and they try again. And, you know, the safety zone can be very tempting, but chances are it will be filled with regret. If you continue to stay in one place and don't take leaps forward with risk, (laughs) you know, and the potential for failure or the potential for struggle or challenges, you might feel safe and you might feel comfortable, but there might be regret of the what ifs and the shoulda, woulda, couldas. And, you know, for me, that's probably the biggest thing that what could happen if I don't try? What might be the result if I didn't just give it a shot? So all of that to say, um, you know, in the last year, I started a new relationship. I moved into a new place. I started this podcast. Like, what? And then I resigned from my job and I started a new one in a couple weeks. And all of these things for me are very scary, uncomfortable changes that definitely forced me out of my safety zone. You know, I'm very routine. Like I said before, I'm very low risk. I kind of order the same thing off the menu at every restaurant that I go to. I know the thing that I like and I order it. You know, I don't, I'm not a huge risk taker because I'm always thinking about the what if, what if, what could go wrong. Uh, I stick to plans. Hell, I'm a fucking event planner, (laughs) wedding planner. (laughs) You know, I do this professionally for a living, but If I didn't welcome change and I didn't allow myself to feel discomfort, I would be stuck. I would continue to, you know, lack inspiration. I wouldn't challenge myself. And I probably wouldn't be sitting here telling all of you what to do (laughs) in order to come out of your comfort zone. So, you know, I'm not just sitting here spitting it and not actually 
living it. I am practicing what I preach. You know, the last episode I actually asked all of you, I gave you a little challenge and I asked all my listeners, what can you, what change can you take to spark joy in your life or in the life of the people around you? And I'm posing that question again, but I'm making sure I'm asking you to make sure that you're thinking outside the box of your comfort zone. What's next for you? What can you do that pushes you out of the realm of your day-to-day, your your regular routine? You know, which one of these steps might you explore and what's the reason for it? You know, is it because you want to build confidence? Is it because you want to become more adaptable? Is it because you want to become more creative? What is the reason? Because I guarantee you that if you try one of those steps and you start to explore those things, you will start to see all of the benefits that you have to gain from it. And, you know, I'm going to suggest three little small baby steps to get you there. The first one, I'm going back to this step. Say yes more. Say yes more often. Go out more. Meet more people. Try new things. Wear an outfit that you're n- you never expected you would wear. Another little suggestion. These are just little baby steps. Um, order a different meal on the menu and change your route home. You know, we get so comfortable taking the same route home that sometimes we don't even know we're taking it. We don't even turn the music on in the car. We don't even realize how we got home because we've just been doing the same thing every single day. So try a different route wake your senses up and get out of your comfort zone and your routine. And the last baby step that I baby step that I highly recommend is saying how you feel more often. I am someone that wears my heart on my sleeve. I speak up probably more often than I should and I say how I feel a lot. <laughs> um but it's a baby step for some people who are not so used to advocating for themselves or sharing their thoughts and feelings. And I know how challenging that could be for people, especially people who are really introverted. So if you're going to take any step, if you're one of those people who's introverted and, you know, hearing some of the steps that I've said are terrifying, then maybe just start with these little baby steps and say how you feel more often, say yes more often, and pick a few different things or do a few different things than you normally would do. I am hoping that I didn't just ramble your ear off about, you know, a checklist of things that will make you more comfortable being uncomfortable, but I urge you to try them all or at least some of them and you know see how they make you feel. And please do share it with me, you know, in my comments on my Instagram page. And I'm just going to kind of leave you guys with that thought and say thank you for listening so much. And I didn't even get to drink my tea this whole time because when you're the only host, you have to just keep talking. And um, I just appreciate you guys for keeping your attention and listening so thank you guys for listening um episodes will always be dropping on the 8th and the 18th of every month at 8 18 p.m and please please go follow 818 and conversate on instagram and 
the episodes will be available on almost every single major platform for podcast listening. So please check them out. Thank you guys so much for joining and I will catch you on the next episode.